Hi everyone and welcome to Bavarian Podcast Works. You're with Samrin and ladies and gentlemen, I bring to you the newest German champions, FC Bayern München, for the 2020 to 2021 season. Granted, we were already champions before we had even kicked a ball. It was still quite a way to celebrate the first day as newly crowned champions. Bayern played their nemesis, Borussia Mönchengladbach. Gladbach has been a thorn in Bayern's side down the years. Hansi Flick has lost seven games in his tenure as Bayern manager, and two, two of those have come against Borussia Mönchengladbach. In terms of lineups, uh, Leon Goretzka was really the notable exception for Bayern. He has been struggling with his fitness lately. And uh, David Alaba took his spot in midfield with David Alaba's spot in the heart of defense going to Luca Hernandez. In midfield, we didn't have Leroy Zane and Serge Gnabry line up in the wings. Instead, we had Kingsley Coman and uh, Jamal Musiala. Musiala has deserved a start for the longest time. Zane has deserved to be on the bench for a game or two for the longest time. And so these additions were welcome ones, especially for Robert Lewandowski looking to match Gert Muller's record of 40 goals. For Gladbach, uh, Lars Stindl has been a big absence for them in the past few weeks. Uh, Gladbach's results have reflected it. Yes, they have had two outstanding wins over Armenia Bielefeld, 5-0, and Eintracht Frankfurt, 4-0. But in the middle, there was a 2-2 draw against Hatta Berlin, and there was a 3-2 defeat to Hoffenheim after Gladbach had been up by two goals to nil. Uh, Lars Stindl holds down the fort for Gladbach. I think he has been Gladbach's best player this season, probably rivaled only by Jonas Hoffmann. Despite what happened today, Matthias Ginter has been a pretty consistent, uh, pretty consistent player at the heart of Gladbach's defense. But today there was really no consistency about the falls, aside from perhaps the first five minutes. Gladbach started the brighter of the two, and uh, they started with an eye to getting an early goal. They lined up with what looked like three at the back. Um, Gladbach's coach, Marco Rosa, does not always set up the team the same way. It seemed to be there was going to be two strikers up front, uh, Marcos Turam and Briel Embolo. Sometimes it looked like Mbolo was the only man up front. Sometimes Giannis Hoffman was seen to be the lone striker. Uh, at the back, uh, Elvedi and Ginter were sometimes the only defenders there, with Benzabaini wanting to venture forward as often as he possibly could. Bayern didn't have to wait, though, for long for their first goal to arrive. It took about, a, about two minutes, just under, and it came after Excellent, excellent work by David Alaba on the left. He passed he he passed to Robert Lewandowski, but his pass missed Kingsley Coman in the center. Coman, who seemed to be the striker at this point, drew at least two defenders with him, which left Lewandowski open and allowed him to send a shot into the back of the net. One nil up. Gladbach still showed signs of life they they still moved forward and um but there was something about buying today it's one of those days where you just 
knew that Byron wanted to wrap up this title in style. This was going to be Thomas Muller and David Alba's 10th Bundesliga title. Uh, Jamal Musiala had a very, very good game. He helped out Alfonso Davies in the ninth minute to tackle uh, Valentino Lazzaro, who who really has been an all-rounder for Gladbach this season and who brings pace and guile with him. In the 12th minute, Lewandowski sent uh, his chance over the bar. Uh, Pava had a few early troubles with Marcus Turan, but nothing too much to for Bayern and Flick to be concerned about. Leo had another chance in the 17th minute, another header that went um, over the bar. Coleman hit the post, and uh, in the 20th minute, Lewa had this wonderful slice, but Matthias Ginter got in the way and made sure that Bayern did not go 2-0 up. It wouldn't take too long after that, though, for a second goal to come. Excellent work by Jamal Musiala saw Thomas Muller on the ball, who shot, hit Denis Zakaria, and went in, but I think it was going in all along, regardless. 23 minutes on the clock, Bayern 2-0 up. Gladbach had a chance with Ben Sabayini heading over the bar in the 29th minute. Now, in the 33rd minute, soon after, we saw the most glorious, glorious volley from Robert Lewandowski. It was unimaginable. The commentators were not the only ones screaming at that point. I can tell you that much. It all started from a crossfield ball from defense into Kingsley Coman. I wish I could tell you who had sent that delightful pass to Coman, but it, it was such a trademark Bayern goal. Coman did superbly to take that ball down. He passed to Muller, who set up Robert Lewandowski, and Jan Zommer, who wasn't that far from the ball, had no chance. Leva hit it right in the corner, and at this point, Bayern were leading 3-0. Uh, majority of Bayern's attacks were coming down the right-hand side. Benjamin Pava, by the way, had an excellent game. Uh, and whenever Gladbach did have chances to move forward, they made some really questionable decisions. They switched to a back five with Lazzaro going to help out at the back. It didn't really help their cause because before halftime, Kingsley Coman would put the team 4-0 up when Alfonso Davies, who was probably at his best today, beat out two defenders and then set up uh, Lewa. Lewandowski thought about taking the shot, but then he saw that Kingsley Coman was a better option. And very unselfishly, probably the Lewandowski of two years ago wouldn't have done that. He passed to Kingsley Coman, who took his chance superbly for 4-0. Halftime comes and Gladbach knows that they need to make changes, but at 4-0 down, no one's really expecting them to come back. Um, Hannes Wolf and Alessandro Clea come on for Lazzaro and Turam. And um, it was really much of the same. There was a Muller header that went straight at Sommer in the 46th minute. Um, and Gladbach's defense just had a horrible time with Coman. Ben Sebaini tried to control him in the second half, but Ben Sebaini's natural inclination is to move forward. He's a defender because he can throw in a good challenge here and there, but really Ben Sebaini's eyes is always 
forward. Kwan was left alone time and time and time again. This does not mean that Gladbach did not create much of anything. They did. Pava had some excellent challenges. One on Zakaria in the 56th minute, which saved a surefire goal for uh, Gladbach because there were two Gladbach players waiting in the box if Zakaria had made that pass. Uh, Hansi Flick decided to take off Musiala and Coman and Alaba shortly afterward and bring on Serge Gnabry, Leroy Zane, and Leon Goretzka. Soon after, Goretzka would have an impact where his um, where his header would hit Florian Neuhaus on his arms. Uh, the referee would judge Neuhaus's arms to be in an unnatural position. I think that was just about right. A penalty meant obviously that Lewandowski would step up, and he did for goal number 39. And when he scored number 39, I thought this could be it. Today could be the day that he would score 40. Bayern would score one more, but it wouldn't, unfortunately, come from Lewandowski. Uh, Pava had another wonderful tackle to stop Jonas Hoffmann uh, in in the 66th minute, um, Gladbach would make some more changes. Oscar Wendt would go on for uh, go up, uh, come on for uh, Ben Sebaini. Lars Stindl, after a while, not that he could be of much help at this point, would come on for Jonas Hoffmann in the 69th minute. Poor Leon Goretzka would have to come off barely 10 minutes after coming on, and Tangi Nianzu, who would also have an unfortunate incident follow soon after, would come on for him. Uh, Javi Martinez would come on for Jerome Boateng, and we would get a display of the fireworks outside of Munich as uh, the substitutions were being made. So Tangi Nianzu, as mentioned before, would challenge Briel Mbolo in the 73rd minute, and the referee would deem that a red card challenge. On first look, I thought it was a red card too, because I thought um, Mbolo was the last man, but... Uh, Luca Hernandez was coming in on the left and he eventually ends up clearing the ball as you see the replay of that action. The referee judged it to be a red, Bayern didn't complain too much, Nianzu went off and in a great show of solidarity, uh, Hassan Salihamidzic and Hansi Flick both comforted the young man before uh, he walked down the tunnel. Patrick Hermann, the forever faithful Gladbach servant, would come on in the 83rd minute for Mbolo, and Bayern would get one more goal, courtesy of excellent work by Serge Gnabry, who would set up Leroy Zane, who would very coolly slot the ball into the back of the net in the 85th minute. And um, Lewandowski would almost get number 40 in the 88th minute. We were... Like Matthias Ginter touch away from history. Let's put it that way. Ginter, solid at the back. Maybe if he was more outspoken, the Gladbach defense would be better organized. Um, it was, it was sad to see Gladbach, but it was a very worthy Bayern win. I don't think anybody can complain that Bayern deserved it. Gladbach were disjointed, but I think that was more down to how Bayern played rather than by how Gladbach was set up. Um, Obviously, Lewandowski had a fantastic game. Thomas Muller had a fantastic game. David Alaba was excellent in midfield. It's almost a shame that all these years Alaba requested to play in midfield, and now that he's gotten a consistent run of games, he he really looks he really looks the part there. And what's even better is because he has spent so much time as a left back, his instincts sometimes direct him 
to the left and he can play wonderful balls in into the box from the left-hand side. Uh, Luca Hernandez was really solid at the back. I feel like I say that every time I see Hernandez play. He's just, I don't know if he's going to be the leader of Bayern's defense next season. It might be Benjamin Pavard, who really looks like he has come back into form. But it was just excellent all around. Um, I think sometimes when we hear about the game outside of the matches, all the noises, all the noises tend to be about who's going to win the title, who's going to win the Champions League, who's going to win the league title, etc., etc. Bayern did win the league, but game to game to game, this team has been such a pleasure to watch. It is really about what happens on the pitch, and this is the ninth in a row for Bayern, and I've been here for all nine in a row. Um, as you for some of the titles before that, but nine in a row was never done by this team. And I can tell you, there were very few that I enjoyed as much as 2013, 2012 to 13, 2019 to 20, and 2020 to 2021. We're not going to win the Champions League this season. That's fine. You need a lot of luck to win that competition. We're not going to win the Pokal this season. That's fine. It was snowing. We had a bad day against Holstein Kiel. It happens. But... Uh, I don't think anyone should just write off the season as another title win. The performances on the pitch were spectacular. Today was um, one of those special performances. There have been so many throughout the season. The 8 nil against Schalke in the opener was exceptional. A 4-2 win against Borussia Dortmund after being down by two goals was exceptional. A 6, uh, I believe it was 6-2 win over... Arvis Osborg in the Champions League was excellent. Um, Mainz just had so many great games this season. A 5-2 victory over Mainz after being 2-0 down, almost 3-0 down at halftime. Uh, they, the 4-0 win over Stuttgart after being a man down. And today, make no mistake, a win over Borussia Mönchengladbach is special. This was probably the original classicer in German football between Gladbach and Bayern. And today was no exception. And it is such with such great pleasure that I bring you the podcast today on the day that we were crowned German champions. And as always, thank you for your support. Be sure to rate us, like us, subscribe to us, and follow us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and anywhere else you get your quality audio content. Find any of the contributors on Twitter at BavarianFBWorks, at Jefferson Fenner, at The Barrel Blog, and at TommyAdams71. It was great to be with you today. It was a great watch today. I hope you enjoyed it as much as I did. I hope you celebrate the title the way that I'm hoping to celebrate it today, and I'm going to be in a fantastic mood for the rest of the day, and I hope the rest of you are as well. On that note, this has been Samrin. Thank you for listening. Bayern are German champions 2020 to 2021. Have a wonderful rest of your day.